Hey, this is Beth. And this is Jeff. And this is your Enneagram Coach, the podcast, where we're here to help you to understand yourself with astonishing clarity so that you can break free from self-condemnation, fear, and shame by knowing and experiencing the unconditional love, forgiveness, and freedom in Christ. So here we are, we got one day left. Um, and so you've just gone through this extended season, and hopefully that you've uh, gained from some your experience, new insight um, that maybe you've not experienced before in your relationship with Christ. So now's a time of reflection. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what it's like having gone through a season of Lent? What, what does reflection look like? What are things that they should be looking for? You know, I think I think a day of reflection post Lent is such a valuable uh, tool because you you have gone through. You may have made some missteps, or you may have stopped in the middle and start back up again. And again, there's no shame here. You don't get a medal for this, so it's okay. So I think I think taking what you learned, and if you know, hopefully you've been maybe making some mental notes or writing things down, but really going back and looking at what, how did this feel in my body? What did I think about? What changed about my behaviors? What changed about my, you know, the way I interacted with other people? I think paying attention to those things and giving them their moment to be processed is really important because if you can walk away from Lent having experienced something or something changed or you noticing something, I think that is where the connection with God going forward is going to be informed in your life. And so what is a way that you experienced God that you weren't expecting or you were expecting? I think almost interviewing yourself, hmm. I think, is a really, a really interesting way to to pay attention to all the things that occurred during these 40 six-ish days. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a great, great idea. So I remember uh, a few years back, I had um, spent a couple of weeks fasting and it, it came to a point where I was going to kind of return to normal. Um, when I did, things didn't go very well. Uh, <laughs> I, I ended up, uh, in what way, Jeff? <laughs> sure. No, just kidding. <laughs> and so I, I would, yeah, I mean, I, I would say to be true, I, I went into depression. It wasn't just melancholy. Yeah. I actually needed uh, help because my it had more implications upon my life and my body than I had anticipated. And so oh, wow. uh, that hadn't happened previously, but understanding reintroducing these things back into your life takes wisdom. It, it, it's not just a, okay, we're done back to normal. Then, then we'd miss the point. Um, so tell us what, how do we reintroduce, reintroduce those things that we've given up, but do so in a healthy way? You know, I think a lot of this, I know you guys in the Enneagram talk a lot about the motivation behind mm -hmm. why you're doing something. I think now you have, you have trained yourself, uh, hopefully at some point during Lent to ask the question, why do I want to do this thing that... I've given up. What is it about this thing? Like when I am reaching for this thing, what is happening in my life? What's happening in my body? What's my mind telling me? How am I feeling? I think, 
I think you still want to ask yourself those questions. I think if you have given up online shopping and on Easter Sunday, you're like, all right, Sephora, let's go. I'm ready to go. I think, I think it's a question of let's ask ourselves like, well, why, what is it that like, what is it that's making me want to click that? Is it because I need something? Is it because I want something? Which again, there are no bad reasons, Mm -hmm. but it is your motivation behind it. Are you so... Or it's it's like when my kids are grounded from screens mm-hmm. and the day that they get ungrounded, they're just like, I gotta have it yes. all. Give it to me. I want to stay out here for six hours. And you go, well, that's, again, that's not going to work. Those, that's not, that's not behavior that is healthy. And so we want to pay attention to the reasons why we're reaching for something. I think, I think that's still important, even if it's Easter. So it sounds like, through Lent, we're learning a different means or level of sobriety. Would, would you say so? I think, I think that's true. And I think sober is a really interesting word to use around that in that there is like, again, these things aren't bad. Like they're, they're really not. It's all about how you're using them as a tool in your right. life. And so I think if you can, and it's that, again, it's that honesty that we talked about in the last episode of why am I actually doing this? And, you know, as a three, I tend to be very worried that everything I do is performative and I don't actually, I'm not actually a person. I'm just a Mm. puppet. And so I will, I'll just sit in that cycle all day and be like, never clicking on, you know, checkout on my cart because I'm like, well, do I actually need it? Or, is it just because I think I need it and I want to present that I, you know, that, that those types of questions I think are good to a point, but we also, we have to be honest with the fact that, well, there are some things that we have given up that we gave up, not in a bad way, but in a way that like, you're going to need to, you're at some point, you're going to have to online shop again. <laughs> like that's just, there's no getting around it. So I think it's just, it's again, returning to that motivation and the heart behind things. And I think, you know, ultimately is our heart, willing and ready to surrender and depend on him to do the work in us, whatever work that is in the moment. And when we have that heart of humility and surrender, he does great things. So again, like you said, buying the makeup is in itself not wrong. It's what is our heart's disposition and are we at rest with who we are in him or are we trying other ways to satisfy what we crave inside? You know, I grew up in a really small town in Texas and one of the the wealthiest men in that town, he was a believer and he he's a wonderful man. And I remember him talking about the camel through a needle's eye scripture about how, you know, it is more difficult for a wealthy man to enter the kingdom of heaven than it is for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. And I remember him telling us, I heard this was in high school and he was like, I have to know that because I have a lot of money, that it's doubly hard for me. And I have to hold that so loosely. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was so honest and it was such an excellent, I thought, what a fascinating, and he, he would, he would frequently just give money away for no reason. And I really felt like it was from a heart of, I want to serve God mm-hmm. with this. And I know I have to hold this loosely because it's not mine. And I think that is such a fascinating way to talk about the things that we want to hold to us because it's the same, like whether it's wealth or whether it's security or whether it's, you know, whatever it is, we hold those things closely to us because we're afraid mm-hmm. and we're afraid that Jesus 
isn't actually who he says he is. And we're afraid that God isn't who he says he is. But if we can hold those things loosely and give them away when we need to and share them with others, I think that is such a good indicator of that motive. And I think that applies here as well. Well, I mean, it, it speaks to, you know, death, the silence of Saturday and resurrection of Sunday. Absolutely. And so there, there is this kind of silent portion of it, of, of experience, the loss of it. But then there's rebirth. And so tell us about how we should prepare and to fully enjoy the coming days of feast and joy. Yeah, I think, you know, Easter on the church calendar, it's not just one day, it is 50 days, it's longer than Lent. And so, and that was new to me when I was Southern Baptist, it was like, you got your ham, you got your eggs, we're good to go. But you are when you are following the church calendar, Easter is one of the longest periods of time um, other than ordinary time. And so I think you want to celebrate this. So if you are, you know, in whatever way you have fasted, now is the time to feast. And I think that is like, I think you want to pay attention to the ways that you have come alive in fasting uh, and you want to lean into those in feasting. So if that is, oh my gosh, I um, I want to get together with my friends and I want to have back porch parties, you know, every weekend in Easter, or I want to, um, I want to give away some money to a, a cause that I have been really just uh, intensely drawn to. I think there are so many ways to honor Easter. Easter in your life in the same way you honored Lent, but with, but with that spirit of joy rather than that spirit of anticipating the joy. You know, one of the things too, and I'd, I'd love to hear it because I'm not as familiar with the church calendar, but one of the things that we can miss out on is not only Easter, but then Ascension. Um, and yes. particularly in this regard, you know, Ascension, that's when Jesus um, goes to be with his father at the father's right hand. He's now interceding on our behalf, uh, ruling justly on behalf of the father, but also he has poured out his spirit. So this is where um, the promise of the greater things that the spirit would do. This is the inauguration of that. And then additionally, we have calling is that the, the spirit bestows gifts upon us. And so if we've done Lent right, these things that are weaknesses, the um, these things that can uh, get us to stumble us up actually become a part of our calling of our gift for other people. And what what does that look like when you, you start to experience this renewed sense of calling and purpose? And then how to begin to steward that. So I think when we see, when we start moving in these rhythms of, you know, church calendar, Lent, Easter, Pentecost, ordinary time, Advent, whatever, we are, there are gifts that are given to us in that, in that paying attention. I think that Holy Spirit, he rewards is the wrong word, but he he notices our desire to pay more attention. And I think that is 
that conversation is more free flowing, I guess, is a, is the best way to put it. And so I think when you have discovered something about yourself or your relationship or uh, God or a character of God that is really bubbling to the surface in your life and, and you're noticing these things and people are asking you questions about them randomly and you are praying about them and you're reading scripture about them, I think... I think part of that, part of that mandate is for us to share those gifts with others. And because that is in of itself a blessing and it's going to bless you to share that. And it's also going to bless other people to receive that. I often like, I often focus on, you know, something's happening for me. I'm experiencing something and and may and and there are boundaries here, of course, like some things are private in between you and God. And that's, that's fine. But I often think like, well, nobody like, that's just for me. I don't, that's not going to be helpful to anyone. And inevitably when I share it, or if I share it, or if it accidentally comes out almost all the time, there was someone who needed to hear that. Even if they didn't even say that to me, you know, whether that's a friend or someone on the internet or whatever, I think I think that is how we are the body to each other is we are, Hey, I'm working through this thing and I'm learning this and someone needed to hear that and needed to make a connection. And that in that way, you are the veins and the blood vessels and the muscle and the, you know, all the sinews that are making up this body. And we're helping send those messages to one another. And I think, I think sharing is such a key crucial component of that. That's really helpful. Thanks so much. I uh, don't yeah. don't waste your experience. Right. That there's not. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of fruit. Um, mm. That even once again, how am I to steward this, God? Father, give me wisdom. Yeah. You know, I, as David yeah. prayed, lead me in the way everlasting. So don't just expose me. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't just teach me, but now lead me forward into something, a new life that you've brought about inside of me. Uh, so yeah. uh, this has been really helpful. I, I hope uh, our uh, audience has enjoyed this as well. We've just enjoyed me each too. of these conversations and kind of dabbling in a new area of applying the Enneagram. I'm not sure I ever would have thought about applying it to Lent, but yeah, it's been I, so fun. I think it very well could be, a, have been helpful. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And Aaron, can you just tell our listeners one more time if they're really interested in engaging with this process, but anything else that you have going on that they might really want to take note of or participate in, where can they find you? Yeah, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Aaron H. Moon. I'm sassier on Twitter than I am on Instagram. Nice, that's, nice. that's I think that's how yeah. that works. Um, and then I also have a newsletter that you can go to my website, AaronHMoon.com. And I send out a weekly newsletter. And it is full of just whatever my treasures were for the week. And then everyone in the community also shares their treasures. So it's like a best of the week in the comments and in the actual newsletter. So it's a lot oh, of fun. That's great. Well, thanks so much for just yeah. not only being with us, during the actual recording of the episodes, but just your wisdom and insight behind the scenes as we put this together. It's been such a joy to get to know you and to see all that God has been doing in and through you with the whole Lent church calendar. It's been such a joy. Well, it's been such a joy for me. You guys have taught me so much and in this conversation and just in your regular education to everyone. And so it's just a joy for me to be able to give back a little bit. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much, Harry. 